Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust is Steve Saka. You might not know the name Steve Saka, but you might have had his cigars. He's got a nice, long history, tremendous history in cigars. He was the guy. I'm going to get yelled at for this. Ah, what does it matter? He made Drew Estate, Drew Estate. He was their blender. So if you've had the Liga Bravada, the 9, the T52, some of the things they do, that's Steve Saka. When Steve went out on his own and created Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, I think he did an absolutely tremendous job in simply setting the stage for, I'm going to be serious about being good. Uh, he, as a personality on social media, big and bold and brash, and I think loves it. But the passion is there. And the actual cigars are tremendous. And this here, the Sobra Mesa Brulee that we're doing is this double Toro. This is the kind of Connecticut you want to get into. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers Malloy. Fingers. This is a 7x54, which means it is 7 inches long. Tee-hee. Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And 54 is the ring gauge. That's the diameter of the cigar, basically how thick it is around. Tee-hee. If it was a 64 ring gauge, that would be a full one inch. Now, as a Connecticut, people say, oh, so that's a light cigar. I think that what Steve did and when Dunbarton did here, and we've seen a lot of play in the Connecticut's, that they're trying to get real flavor out of them because people dismiss Connecticut Shade Wrapper. We're talking about the Connecticut Valley. That's where that wrapper comes from. It's a lighter wrapper. It creates more mild cigars, but sometimes mild is equated to flavorless, and that should not be the case. So what often happens, in my view, is that they get these Connecticut cigars, and they're like, how do we create some good flavor? And the answer is pepper bomb. Pepper explosion, spice explosion. That isn't necessarily what you need. What you need is a mix of flavors. You want what you want out of a cigar. For me, I want those coffee notes, those leather notes, those earth notes, those kinds of things. This cigar isn't necessarily giving me those flavors. It's giving me a bunch of flavors. So this is an Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper with a San Andreas binder and a Nicaraguan filler. Absolutely on the mild side. We just lit this up, Fingers Malloy. Where are you at? Uh, light pepper, but the pepper is there. Uh, it's certainly not a pepper bomb. And uh, maybe some some faint cocoa notes at this point. Uh, but I just am uh, really impressed with the amount of smoke that's coming off of this. Uh, very easy draw. You know, we just lit this, but you could, you could just tell... It's, it's very well constructed, uh, and it feels really good so in the hand. The, the, the brulee is different than the, the brulee blue, which is another uh, of his uh, cigars. He does the U-Boat. He does the Sin Compromiso, which I absolutely, positively adore. The Paladin de Saka, the Muestra de Saka. Uh, he, he names it all after himself. What are you going to do? <laughs> Why when, not? When I have a cigar line, it's going to be the Tony 1, the Tony 2, the Tony 3. Oh, me? Smoking of Fingers. That's going to be the name of all... <laughs> My cigars. <laughs> We're, the, the strength is going to be basically, it's going to be one finger, two <laughs> finger, right. three fingers. There you go. Um, I do agree with you that there is a little bit of spice here, but there's also, there is a, a brightness going on with this cigar. Almost a ginger kind of, of flavor that goes on that's mixing well with a little bit of chocolate. So there's this, this nice, lovely mix of flavor that gets lacking from some Connecticut's. Now, when you light the cigar, you, you got to get your notebook out. What did you eat that day? What did you drink that day? You want to write it down. Every time you're checking out a cigar, you want to write down those things. What's the weather like? The weather in Indianapolis, Indiana has been unbelievable. 
temperatures that have been creeping into the 90s and humidity that has been at zero. Yeah. Everybody and their mother has been outside on a deck this whole two weeks. Not me. No? Is it the gout? Well, it, it is the gout, but also I don't know what it is this season about these cottonwood trees. The, the neighbor's cotton still dropping like crazy, driving me nuts. I never had allergies until I came to Indiana. Mm-hmm. And I feel, them, I feel them all the time, and I don't know necessarily what to do about it. I won't let it stop me from sitting outside, though. It's too gorgeous. I have to suffer for my art, damn it. But flying cotton into your cigar, it, it ruins the experience. Oh, that's ridiculous. So when you are smoking the cigar, you're going to break it up into thirds. First third, second third, and final third. Just eyeball it. And do it into thirds. And the, the flavor changes as you go. Now, this being a double Toro. And why do they call it a double Toro as opposed to a Churchill or something like that? Honestly, at this stage of the game, to each their own. I don't know why people name things the way they do or label them in terms of the Vitola, the size, or the shape, how they do it. It works for them, and that's good enough for me. Some people will just talk about what they're interested in. Some people will go back to Cuban roots uh, and, and things like that. Just go with the flow, guys. E- e- easy as it is. This is the kind of cigar that if this was a Maduro, you would say this is a solid two-hour smoke. A solid two to two hours and 15 minutes. I'm not sure if I was just smoking this on the back deck, if this would last an hour and a half. Really? It's easy. Yeah. It is easy. It's not going to knock you out. By the way, I have this by the box in my humidor. I I won't even lie. Mm. This came from my personal collection. Because I just think that when I'm in the mood for something easy mm-hmm. that's going to go down nice, this is it, baby. This is one of those that's absolutely on the list. And, and also, you could cheat as a morning cigar if you were going to be that person. I could see that. Uh, you know, we're, we're just into the first third, moving into the, uh, well into the first third, and the spice is really starting to pick up a little bit for me. Is it really? Uh, yeah. But it, it may be, too, that I'm also enjoying dinner along with uh, the, the show. So maybe that's uh, having an impact on my palate as well. But this is, I would naturally look at the stick before, you know, this is the first time I've smoked it. Uh, I would assume that it's an over two-hour stick. Now, this, the Sober Mesa Brulee, B-R-U-L-E-E, it is that pale brown, and there's depthly veining. You can definitely see where that is if that bothers you. It's going to bother you. How does that feel in the hand, Fingers Malloy? Oh, perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Not, not hefty. Right. Not beefy, as you would say, but right on. Not it's a wiffle ball bat. Not a wiffle ball bat, right? We refer to a wiffle ball bat as something that's too light. It feels like it's not properly uh, packed. This just feels tremendous. 54 is kind of the top of the ring gauge that I like to go to to feel uh, comfortable here. And I have... Check out the shallow cut yeah. going on there. Almost, it, it, honestly, like a double punch. If you were to think of a punch, you know what a punch is, guys? That's when they like just basically poke a, poke a hole, cut a little hole yep. out of it, and intensifies the draw. This is basically double that. That's, I, I may open that up a little bit, kind of get myself just a little easier, but the draw is super, super smooth. You know what this. they call it, uh, the double punch? D- the old polka polka. That's what they call it. The old polka polka. I swear to you, I thought you were going to open up Urban Dictionary. (laughs) So help me. I thought we were going to have to change the rating of the show. Now, Fingers, the question is, is this in your humidor at $13 to $15 a stick? Absolutely. Uh, Well, again, we're in the first third, but uh, 
for this experience, you know, for me, it may be more of a two-hour smoke, but I can see where you're, what you're saying that because it's so easy and, and you could go through it in an hour and a half, uh, the quality is there. I, I like the flavor profile so far, um, and it, it feels like a nice Sunday afternoon smoke. When I tell you I buy them by the box, that isn't a lie. And, and, and they last. I don't have one uh, all, all the time. It just hits me in the right mood. Yes, it is. Because it's a Connecticut that gives flavor. For me, I, and you could do it just in a regular Toro size. It would be a six-inch cigar, which it might be a lot more comfortable for a lot of people. Still, you're going to get the same flavor profile out of it. It just works for all weather. After dinner, early coffee, the Sober Mesa from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. It would be impossible this Independence Day weekend and happy Independence Day, everybody. By the way, not 4th of July. It's Independence Day. 4th of July, date on a calendar. Independence Day, that matters quite a bit. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. It was, you can't, you, you can't, we can't do the show without discussing everything that just took place within the Supreme Court. Just the incredible number of very large decisions that have real impact on everybody's life in a lot of different ways. And of course, you had Justice Stephen Breyer retiring and now you have uh, Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson, who got sworn in uh, this past week, will be number nine. She'll be the newest uh, uh, jurist there, the newest justice on the court. There are a couple of super huge cases, and some, of course, you know about. You know about the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Now, we're not getting into that conversation about what we think the state should do. I think it's just so important to remember, to note, and it was amazing to me, Fingers, the amount of people that didn't know I got to admit, a little frightened by this. And really, I guess I never understood the amount of to which it was sold into the culture differently than it was. Overturning Roe doesn't end abortion in the United States. It's simply sending the decision back to the states and taking it out of really the federal government's hands. Yeah, it's, it's telling the legislative and executive branches uh, around the country to do your job, right. essentially what it's telling them to do. So... Uh, but you're you're absolutely correct. I was a little disheartened by the reaction because there were so many people panicking, automatically assuming that abortion is now illegal in the United States. Every state's going to make their own call. Mississippi and possibly Texas, Arkansas can be very different than New York and California on this. But the overturning comes from two places. First, that the, the very idea of abortion as a right doesn't exist in the Constitution. That's that's what originalism is, right? It, the, the text says what it says and doesn't say what it doesn't say. And so utilizing that as the principle, there's no right to abortion. Well, there was the thought when, when it, Roe v. Wade came to be in 1973 that the 14th Amendment engages a right to privacy and therefore abortion falls under that. But it doesn't actually say that. It is very weird that the Constitution of the United States doesn't discuss privacy. There's no right to privacy in the Constitution, which uh, I'll argue that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah, that might be something we want to look at down the road. Well, I would argue if, if, if we go down that road that there are a lot of things that I believe should be private that the government knows <laughs> all about. Uh, we could go into a 30-minute discussion about that, but that's for uh, another place. So that was the big one. Then there was the New York... Uh, pistol and New York State Pistol and Rifle Association versus uh, Buren. This was about whether or not a state can have what are known as shall issue laws, 
right? Or, or, or I should say may issue laws, sorry. Because a shall issue law is they, they want to have permits, and you're like, I want a permit, and background check, which you've already gotten to purchase a firearm, and boom, you have a permit to carry a firearm outside of your home, right? A, a concealed carry permit. May issue, M-A-Y, means that you would have to provide cause. Okay, you want a, a carry permit. Why do you need it? And then they may give it to you. They may not give it to you. And their argument was, was that the Second Amendment isn't about may issue. You can't create this second class of questioning because the Second Amendment is very clear uh, that the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah, and it really creates a system where uh, most normal people in, in those particular states aren't able to get a concealed carry permit where they're, uh, to use a, f- a phrase I don't usually like to use, the elites, you know, the people who are, who are in power or people who know the people in power who maybe have a lot of resources may be able to get that permit, and that's not what the, the system is all about. There's a whole conversation about having a, a system that is may issue can, not saying it has, can lead to things like bribery. Well, uh, how, how could I prove to you that I really need this? Or it's someone's friend or something like that. So it can create, it can create this unequal place. And then there was uh, the, the case in Maine. And what Maine was saying was that if you are, are talking about private school versus public school and funding, they don't have to provide funding to religious schools because of a separation of church and state. I'm, I'm paraphrasing there. The Supreme Court said, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's up to people decide where they go to school, and it's their money. If they decide to go to a religious institution, yes, that public money, quote-unquote, can be utilized for that. Now, that decision got a lot less play than the other two. That is a giant decision for a lot of families all across the country. Yeah, and you're seeing, you know, there's been this movement for a long time about the school choice uh, you know the school choice movement has been quite big in the country, and we uh, have yeah, as, as what we do on on our other radios uh, radio shows. We we talk about that. Uh, but part of the school choice movement that you're seeing now is funding the student versus funding the school. Arizona just just did this, and uh, for 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 teachers unions, it's very very upsetting because they want the school funded because that's how they feel they either have more control or can guarantee more dollars for themselves, what have you. But the argument on the other side is is that what, what are we here for? We're here for the student and the money should go with the student. Funding the student is what matters and then let them make their choices and their decisions and that leads people to, you know, do you not believe in public schooling? And remember, we're not, a, we're not a nation that actually always had public schooling. It was the 1800s. It was Massachusetts where you had the, the, the sec- was it their Secretary of State or Secretary of Education who started pushing this idea and then it swept the nation. People got educated in the one-room schoolhouse. They got educated by parents and, and all sorts of things. So even in the advent of America, which is a young nation, it, it's still a very, very young concept. And people have varying degrees to which they know they question whether or not public education works. Well, yeah. it's it, Too often we are just uh, have a mindset of what is happening in our life has always happened. I mean, the Department of Education, the Federal Department of Education is only from the 1970s. I mean, it's right. not something that's been around uh for, for centuries, for crying out loud. So, no, this is these these three decisions are going to change America uh, in a way that uh, it's it's going to be very interesting to watch, especially in, in an election year. And the biggest one actually took place this week, 
which was West Virginia versus the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. And so this case, which was decided, uh, I, I, believe, I believe it was a 5-4 decision. I think it was a 5-4. Or was it 6-3? Um, this is about whether or not agencies can expand their powers and take on arguments or, or creating regulations that they weren't originally told to do by the legislative branch. Remember, our representatives in the legislature. So the EPA wanted to do things about clean air and this and that. And what the court said is, unless you're given the mandate to do that, you can't just expand into those places. Why that one matters so much is because of, of cigars. Mm-hmm. And whether or not the FDA can engage in levels of expansions of regulations and rules without the express consent of the legislature, which uh, of Congress, which means of the governed, of us, because of our representatives telling them to go about doing this thing. So four huge cases, and, that, and that, those aren't the only ones. There were other things that happened. Four huge cases, all of which are getting talked about all over the country and certainly in the cigar lounge, which is why we're bringing it up here. We don't know where you are politically on those things, but honestly, as long as we're smoking cigars together, we're cool. That's that's all we need. As you know, Fingers Malloy, I, I, I just messed up his name. I've known him for 100 million years. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Fingers Malloy, I was trying to remember, you call yourself America's Happy Hour Anchorman. Yes. Uh, America's... Happy hour, anchor. happy hour anchorman. Uh, I don't. America calls me happy. Uh, America's happy hour anchor. Is that what they do? Yes, that's. What they I do. didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. For some reason, it does not roll trippingly off the tongue for me. And if you don't know fingers, uh, allow me to explain to you. First, worst diet in the history of the world. That's hurtful. Secondly, <laughs> uh, lo- loves some Vegas. Loves loves a good little bit of gambling. If you want to go gambling with fingers, Malloy. And spot him. He will go with you. Mm-hmm. He will go with you if you do all the expenses paid. Fingers Malloy will teach you everything you need to know about video poker. Oh, yes, he will. He's, he's speaking true. Uh, we went and played video poker in uh, a few Vegas casinos, and Tony won dozens of dollars. I won nothing. And we're going back to Vegas. We're just days away from going to the PCA, the Premium Cigar Association show. In Las Vegas, going to be outstanding. We'll have videos galore and live videos and everything else. If you go to eatdrinksmokeshow.com and you subscribe, uh, you, you, you can just sign up, and then you can subscribe, and you'll be able to get everything we do. Eatdrinksmokeshow.com is, is where you go. But he heard a rumor, an ugly, ugly, ugly rumor that, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you tell the story, Fingers, because uh, I want to hear your take before I lose my head. Well, there is scuttlebutt out there. Scuttlebutt? Yeah, that there will be a Hold movement. On. Hold on. I have to check what year it is. <laughs> Excuse me. Yep, yep, 2022. Yeah. There is scuttlebutt. Uh, the word on the street, Johnny, is this. That <laughs> casinos in Las Vegas on the Strip and on Fremont Street are starting to toy with the idea that they will go 100% smoke-free. Uh, the street.com has a piece about the speculation. There's polling indicating that uh, more people will be uh, happy to see that happen. MGM's park uh, facility, uh, that, they currently ban smoking. The plaza on Fremont Street, the plaza hotel and casino, they have gone smoke-free on their casino floor. So uh, we may have, uh, in the next few years, a, a difficult time finding a place to smoke our cigars uh, out in Vegas on the Strip. What, what do you think of that, Tony? I 
think I could spend less time on the strip? <laughs> Fine. If, if this is the way you want to be, then go be this way. I can't stop it. But being able to have a cigar in the casino is fun. It's enjoyable. I enjoy doing it. It's part of the experience. It's part of the excitement. And if I can't do it, then all that's left for me to do is gamble. No thanks. <laughs> just just to be clear, though, they will still ply you with drinks to take your money. Absolutely. Just want to make sure. Although that's that's kind of what? been in question. Yeah, you know, there have been um, suggestions that some of that may be going away, too, or there may be limits on how many drinks you can have while you are gambling. Uh, if, if that happens, because you, you listen, in the past few years, you've seen resort fees. That's that's relatively new in the in the grand scheme of things when it comes to casinos. You're spending uh, less on the room rate, but then you're finding that you're spending thirty dollars a night on a, a resort fee. And so you can use the gym fingers. I know you <laughs> right? use the gym when you're in Vegas. Absolutely, but uh, now you pay for parking at a lot of places that you never used to have to pay parking for before uh, on on the strip, and uh, they they toyed briefly some of the casinos with. Uh, you know, keeping track of uh, you know how many drinks you're having, and but th- that ended pretty quickly because there was fierce pushback. They're like, "Okay, I'll pay for parking, but you're not going to make me as I uh, put 25 cents in my quarter poker machine. You're not going to make me pay for my draft beer. That's for sure." So things are changing in Vegas, and one of the things that may be changing very soon is smoking on the casino floor. It's experiential, man, and you take that away from people. Now, I, I, I do wonder, because the vast majority of smoking, of course, is cigarette smoking. Maybe people will appreciate that. Maybe there is a, a, a thing where they'll be like, you know what? Tired of the, of the smoke filled as I cough as, as, as if I'm somehow in smoking a cigarette myself. You know, but if I can't do this, no thanks. I think that there are, listen, I, I talk to people uh, who go to casinos and most of them, who, especially who are non-smokers, they want the casinos to go non-smoking. They like the idea of going in, gambling, not having the cigarette smoke around them, and then leaving, not you know, reeking of cigarette smoke. So this, this may be happening, Tony. I, I just hope that they ha- at least have a room for the, the folks that want to enjoy a, a premium cigar. Uh, in the casino, or at least we could go enjoy ourselves. Either that, or I'm going full Nathan Detroit, and there's going to be the permanent floating crab game. Mm. Crabs game. That's that. That's going to happen. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to get myself a zoot suit, get one of those pocket watches. Talk about the dames. Does Rolex make a pocket watch? I don't know. I mean, I don't. That, I, I doubt it. I don't think that was Rolex's thing. Ball, ball. You know, because of trains, uh, pocket watches. Uh, for for sure, and they make some they make some lovely, uh, lovely stuff. It is Independence Day, fingers Malloy, mm-hmm. and according uh, to this, uh, there are some sizzling hot Fourth of July grill deals for 2022, and one of them is the Solo Stove Grill, the ultimate bundle, five hundred and fifty dollars. Normally seven seventy five, according to the New York Post. Now I have the Solo Stove Fire Pit; it's tremendous. They should be a sponsor. Tremendous. It doesn't put out smoke. Or, I mean, does, there's a little bit of smoke, always. Um, but it burns clean. Uh, it, 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 everything goes to ash. It's super easy to, to utilize. You can put it anywhere. I love it. I'm against all this. What? I'm, I'm against uh, a stove uh, that makes uh, 
campfire, uh, an, an easy experience. It should be tough to light a campfire, and it should be uh, you, you should reek of campfire smoke after you're done sitting next to the campfire. There, I said it. Oh, that's a that's a strong position <laughs> you took there. Uh, the Weber Spirit E three fifteen three burner liquid propane gas grill only five hundred ninety nine dollars. Just need a little grill, a little something. Boom, right there. It's gonna do you. It's gonna do you well. Then there is. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Um, uh, bu- 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 oh, the original kettle, the Weber kettle grill, two hundred nineteen dollars. That thing still works. It's great. Charcoal for done, solid finish. You can smoke on it. Uh, you know, you can grill a quick hot dog or hamburger on it. Uh, yeah, that's that. That was my first grill. And then another one is the Blackstone 36-inch outdoor griddle with hood, right? So you can close it. I don't know why I need it, but I know I want it. Yeah. That's the weird thing. Like, I don't know how many things I'm going to flat top do except for, like, peppers and onions. You know, maybe split Smash some, burgers. Smash burger. You can split the hot dog or, or the bratwurst. Breakfast. Be able to do everything in, in the morning on one spot at the same time. Uh, you know, you have the eggs, the, the, the bacon, the sausage cooking. Uh, it, it get it all done within 15 minutes. I think that's that's what I'm leaning towards. Uh, I, I want one of those just for that reason to be able to. Just Are you going to do another one? I, I yeah, I think I'm going to get a, a Blackstone, some sort of griddle. I I still think to go with the pellet, the wood pellet grill. I still need another. I've been fiddling with getting a green egg I, as I, as I've been discussing, but may, maybe it's just a, a, an, an old school charcoal Weber, and just for just for that taste, just for that that char, just for that thing. Maybe I can get away with that. Maybe I can do that. You know what? I definitely have to get the MyPillow slippers with promo code Tony. MyPillow.com slash Tony. We're talking about saving $90 on these slippers. Blowout price of $49.98. Two years to develop these slippers. The four-tier cushioning system with the MyPillow patented fill. The comfort memory foam prevents the fatigue map right there. And with you... And your feet and your gout, you should really mm-hmm. you should really get a pair of these fingers, Malloy. The patented impact gel, the indoor-outdoor sole, so you can wear it all a day long. Quality leather suede and machine washable. 60-day money-back guarantee on the MyPillow slippers and a one-year limited warranty. Go to MyPillow.com slash Tony. Go to MyPillow.com slash Tony for the MySlippers at only $49.98. And while you're there, take advantage of the deep discounts on all the MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one extravaganza on bed sheets, on the MyPillows, and much more. Go to MyPillow.com slash Tony for the most comfortable slippers you will ever own. MyPillow.com slash Tony. Smoking the Sobra Mesa Brulee from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Yeah, it's a winner. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed, is now available on Amazon.com and our website, EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. Bourbon does not have to come from Kentucky. This is a recording. No, no, I mean, the show is, is happening right now. But me saying this, total recording. People still believe this, that in order for it to be bourbon, it has to come from Kentucky. No, bourbon is America's spirit. There are rules and there are regulations. It has to be 51% corn. It has to be put into a first use charred oak barrel. It has to go in at certain proofs and out at certain proofs. You can only utilize water to bring down the proof. And that is it. All bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are bourbons. And so when we find a bourbon from Nevada, 
actually, we have a friend who sends us a bourbon from Nevada. We're like, all right, we're in. This is Frey Ranch Farmers and Distillers Non-Chill Filtered Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And this is Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy. Fingers, this is the heaviest, most beautiful bottle I have seen in a good, long time. This could be utilized as a weapon. Have you felt this thing? No, I have not. Oh, my. Wow. Feel the burn. Feel the burn. It is just, the glass is thick. It's, it almost looks like its own decanter. Absolutely, positively beautiful right here. 66.6% corn in the mash bill with rye, winter wheat, roe barley, and winter cereal. And I got to tell you, they threw me for a loop there. I was not sure. Five years aged, 45% alcohol by volume. That is 90 proof, my dear people. And the story that they utilize is that they like to play with humidity. Being in Nevada, not Nevada, Nevada, humidity doesn't exist. Well, it's a desert, as, as you know. So they have played with varying levels of humidity in their rickhouse to be able to emulate conditions that you would find in Kentucky to be able to create flavor profiles that they're interested in. So it's an interesting take. It's an interesting play. And it's, I got to admit, an absolutely gorgeous presentation. And we have it right here. We do it neat. That's a gorgeous color, Fingers Malloy. That's some beautiful stuff. Yeah, it is. And I'm really interested in that story because you would would think, uh, or actually you wouldn't think uh, of how challenging it would be if you're in a desert to try to age bourbon. So that, what you just said, makes a lot of sense. This is a gorgeous amber with some lovely hints of, of, of red right there. Um, the viscosity on this is sticking to the glass very little. It's, it's more on the, on the watery side. I'm, I'm not seeing it stick to the glass. Are you? No, I'm not. But I, I, I have not put uh, my nose in the, the Glencairn glass yet. But I, I can already pick up on the nose from the glass a, a good nine inches away. Can so, you? Yeah, just by. So this is going to be interesting. Well, I'm into the nose, and that's pretty. Oh, that is that is pretty. There's a little bit of vanilla in there, some orchard. Um, fruit. I'll go with fruit for sure. And there's a almost like a hardiness, yeah, coming off of the nose there. No ethanol, no alcohol flavoring whatsoever. Maybe the slightest bit of of, of mint going on. Maybe a tad cinnamon too. That's, that's a lovely, lovely, simple nose that you want to go back to. It doesn't make you, oh, my gosh. We've had plenty right. of those kinds of bourbons before. By the way, Frey is F-R-E-Y. Frey uh, Ranch is how it is pronounced out of Fallon, Nevada. That is a lovely nose. Now, fingers away, we do it neat. In the Glencairn glass is how we have it. So that's an oddly shaped glass that kind of bows out at the bottom and flutes up at the top. So you can really move it around, look at it against the light, get your nose deep in there. Fingers, Malloy, are you ready for this? I've been ready for this all week. He does it neat. He will do what is known as the Kentucky Chew, moving it around the palate, seeing where those flavors go. He, is, he has done it. He is working it. Fingers, Malloy, I, I, are you, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that face is. I, are you doing your taxes? What's happening here? <laughs> this is interesting. So uh, there's a little bit of cinnamon 
uh, that that fruit that we were talking about, um, and also a little bit of of chocolate that goes along with oak. Uh, there's quite a bit to to unravel here. I it's it's very enjoyable. Very a little bit of a sting uh, on the tongue. Not even to mention the, the the warmth in the chest because there rarely ever is any for me. So because uh, you're dead inside. That that's true, but very enjoyable. All right, here I go. The Frey Ranch. Uh, this is 90 proof. Was it 90 proof? Was it 45 percent? Yeah, 45 percent alcohol by volume. So a 90 proof, matured and bottled at Frey Ranch in Fallon, uh, Nevada. Actually, I should say grown, distilled, and matured there. Here we go. Here we go. I'm doing it to your health, everybody. He's going in. That sting really kind of lingers on the on the tongue. It's it's quite a sensation. And he's he's looking at his glass. He's oh, all right. Uh, there's there's a little heat uh, mid chest. Very very little. That er, that kind of hardiness is is there. It's actually a touch luscious. Uh, going down. There's a couple of things that build on the tongue and it coats the tongue very, very well. I think there is a, a, a cinnamon sweet that's going on there. It's actually sweeter than, than I thought it would be. I think you're right about the chocolate. You know, it, it, I, I don't think it's like, it's not a milk chocolate, not a dark. It ju- it's just there, right? Yeah. That, that that flavor is there. It's got a pretty good balance to it. I, I'm getting on the, on, the, on the finish a little bit of a little bit of wood. Like, like uh, almost to a touch of bitter. And I'm not saying that that's bad. I don't know if it's specifically what I'm looking for in, in, in a bourbon, but it, it's, it, it balances well, and it's, it's playing in a couple of different spots, which is pretty terrific. It plays bigger than 90 proof. I'll give it that. Okay. I don't know about you, but I think it definitely plays bigger than that. Uh, not for me, but I, 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 don't, I don't think that this is something that you would shy away from if you are someone who has never really gotten into bourbon before. I, I think that this is a bottle that people could enjoy uh, at the table, oh, I, whether you're a novice or you are someone who really enjoys No, no, no. Bourbon. I think that if you're a bourbon novice or, or a bourbon pro in, 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 in your world, you're trying this. There's a lot of flavors here. I'm not saying I'm getting a big oak, but there's definitely a wood component. That's true. Um, I don't know if it has... Uh, depth. I don't know if I would say that, but in terms of hitting some different flavors and different parts of, of the palate, absolutely. There is some pleasure to be had here. I have to move it to a cube. Okay. Because I just got, I got to see. I want to see what opens up when I do. We've got the big rockets. All right. It's kind of melted a little bit. I'll just move that water out right there. I'm That's, just going to move a little bit of water into my glass. Oh, did you? Yes. I'm just going right to the cube. Oh, look at you. I just did it. I just poured it right into the cube. The Frey Ranch Farmers and Distillers non-chill filtered straight uh, bourbon whiskey. Now, Fingers Malloy, is this in your liquor cabinet at $50, $55 a bottle? Ooh. Uh, I'm not sure. I've seen it anywhere from, from $45 to $55. If you get in the, the mid-40s, I could see it because I like finding things that are different that you don't see every day. You start getting $55, maybe not necessarily, but definitely something I would seek out at my favorite lounge. Uh, I well, I could absolutely see it at uh, at the lounge, un- unquestionably. This is a this is a nice bourbon. Uh, I don't. N- is it in my liquor cabinet at fifty? Ah, ask me in a little bit. 
Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. This Frey Ranch, this straight bourbon whiskey of 45% alcohol by volume. That's 90 proof right there out of Nevada on the cube. Brings out some sweetness, brings out a touch of banana. The finish gets a little more intense with some spice, but I think it's better on the cube, man. Yeah, I just put a couple of drops of cool water in it, and it really has enhanced that spice, uh, that cinnamon. And uh, again, I'm getting a little bit more of the wood than maybe you are. But uh, it, this is this is very enjoyable at that price point. You know, forty five dollars a bottle. I think it would be in my liquor cabinet. You start getting into fifty five dollars to sixty. This is just me. You yeah, know, I, I I I know a lot of people who are listening or think to themselves, ah, fifty five dollars. I would definitely run. That doesn't phase me at all. I'd run out and buy a bottle. You got to know your budget. You got to know what you're into. Yeah, but I, I'm telling you, it, it, it for me uh, at that price. I, I may be just looking for it at my lounge, and believe me, I, I think it's something that you'll enjoy if you find it there. Frey Ranch out of Nevada. I think there's five different grains in the, the mash bill there. Uh, this, this it, First of all, just in the presentation, this bottle is gorgeous. It weighs a ton. Uh, it, it looks like its own decanter. It's just a beautiful look and a beautiful style. I think they did a lot right here. Yeah, I think the bottle alone makes you... If you are on the fence about spending a little bit more uh, for a, a bottle of, of, of bourbon, you look at that bottle, that would look great on, on your bar. Yeah. Just a terrific. And smoking the Sober Mesa Brulee from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. I've been a fan of the cigar for a long time. I'm into the second, third. I'm still a fan of this cigar. It, it, it's still in that mild, medium place. It's an easy smoke. Uh, uh, there is a, a touch for me of, of chocolate note now now happening in this. It's just easy, easy fun. Uh, I, I, for me, I sometimes want a little more tobacco uh, flavor, but as for this Connecticut wrapper that it is, it's a wonderful Connecticut and worthy of your attention. Yeah, for me, what's been interesting is the spice has kind of come in waves, especially the pepper. It it has subsided uh, a little bit uh, as I got into the beginning of the second third, but as I'm getting uh, well into the second third, it's picking up again. Uh, huh. it, yeah, this to me is uh, a stick, especially at that price point, $13 uh, a stick. It definitely is something that should be in your humidor. Uh, you know, it's, an, it's going to enable you to have what you, you said if you're sitting back and you're not doing a radio show you could uh, enjoy this in 90 95 minutes for me it's more of a two-hour smoke even though I traditionally you know for me smoke it a, a, a little quick uh, uh, my cigars but uh, for two hours $13 I, I think it's a, a great stick for you and this one we're doing is a double Toro so it's a seven inch by 54 usually you'll find it as a six by 52 uh, and so, therefore, it'll smoke a, a little bit faster for you. Uh, but this is fine work from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. It's time, Fingers Malloy, for News of the Week. Well, as you know, Tony, they call me uh, America's Happy Hour Anchorman. Is that what they call yes, you? Yes. Uh, I'm going to need to write that down. Uh, the, the folks in the newsrooms, when they uh, hear the name Fingers Malloy, they also like to call me Johnny Good News uh, because of all the good news I've been spreading on the Eat, Drink, Smoke radio program uh, because there's so much good news to talk about, Tony. There is. Yes. Uh, and I will continue to spread. Wait, there is? Uh, no, there is. Have isn't. I said it? There is. Yeah. There is. Yeah. There is? Yeah. 
That's the, the sarcasm radio voice, ladies and gentlemen. U.S. first quarter GDP shrank 1.6%, and the second quarter isn't looking much better for the economy, according to MarketWatch.com. Yeah, so the 1.6% is a little bit above where they thought the estimate would be. Uh, they thought it would shrink at 1.5%. Uh, this has people asking the question about recession. Recession, uh, GDP, gross domestic product. Recession, by definition, is two quarters in a row of negative growth. We are not yet in the negative growth space. Experts predict that's going to happen in 2023 is when we will see that happen, whether it's fourth quarter 22 and first quarter 23, making that happen, or the first two quarters of 23 making that happen. But if your growth rate is not at a, a 3%, but it's at a 1.1% or a 0.8%, it may not be technically a recession, but it is what it is what it is. If it looks like a recession and it smells like a recession. And I it think quacks like a recession. <laughs> guess what you got? Yeah, this is, we haven't solved the problems that, that we're dealing with. And uh, the, one of them is, and I know you've got it in the, in the News of the Week stories, is about what's going on with the job market. That's right. So talking. if you were to look at things six months ago, People are like, oh, you can get a job anywhere. And everybody's hiring. And you can move jobs and transfer jobs. And now all of a sudden, you, you start. it started with tech, and then it moved to Wall Street, where tech firms were hiring people. And then a week later, being like, you know what? We may have jumped the gun on that. Because they're starting to realize maybe they can get away, or maybe they have to be lean looking into the next year or two, where interest rates are and inflation is and where the GDP is, et cetera. Then you started hearing about Wall Street layoffs that are taking place. And you add those two things together and people say, well, maybe hiring isn't the thing. Maybe we are in hunker down mode. Yeah, you're seeing that with consumer confidence. Consumer confidence is, is you know, ridiculously low right now because but of- But Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation confidence through the roof. I heard last uh, report from the federal government uh, pacing at 14 trillion percent. Wow. That is something else. They've got mathematicians over there. Science. So, that's true. Uh, but no, consumer confidence uh, outside of Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation uh, is 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 rather low, and it's because they're, people are going to the grocery store, they're going to the gas pumps, and seeing how much they're paying. I could not believe. So the other day, I got uh, a Sam's Club membership. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Somebody's I fancy. Want, I don't want to brag or nothing, uh, but I got a Sam's Club membership, and they had a gas. They got their little Sam's Club gas station uh, in front of, of Sam's Club. It was 40 cents a gallon cheaper for gas at the Sam's Club gas station than was at the gas sta- uh, station down the street. And it was a 25-minute a wait for gas. Did you do it? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I had a minivan to fill up. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I, I, I filled up. So people are, 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 are hurting. So uh, technically, are we in a recession right now, according to government statistics? We'll, we'll know when the second quarter uh, information comes out, but I, people people are feeling like we are. An interesting, it, it, it is political, and and but I, I don't want to get into the politics. But I, I will tell you, I was confused by it. There have been states that have been talking about suspending their gas tax, mm-hmm. and it's been there's been a push for that to try and help people uh, during the, these increased gas prices and the inflation. They call it a gas tax holiday, and then you heard President Biden saying he wanted to suspend the gas tax. And it was met with this massive flourish for about 12 hours. And then you didn't hear another thing. And it was interesting that 
the party had like zero interest. You haven't heard thing one about this. Now that could all change and we could see something happen in the next weeks or, or, or months. But it's the kind of thing that's been talked about a lot, but has not been implemented in many places. And I'm not an economist, but I, I study and I, and I talk to economists. They'll tell you that it, it's, it's, there, there's an opportunity there for there to be some help there's a question of does it actually exacerbate a level of inflation? But anything that you know, anytime we're spending less, I'm okay, right? If if we are talking about suspending a gas tax, how about we just eliminate it? Right. How about we just reduce it by X for the rest of our lives, and we're and we're better off? I'm always that guy. But in just in terms of the popularity, you think would be something people would want, and there's. There's no public clamoring for it. And I haven't figured out why that is. I can't do the math. I think part of it is people really don't know how much of each gallon of gas uh, goes, how much of that price goes to uh, taxes. I think maybe that's part of it. I mean, people don't really know. Right, because the federal side the federal, would be 18.4 cents. Yeah, and then, you know, states, of course, it varies around the country. And some states, they already had a gas tax increase <laughs> uh, planning to be implemented later in the year. They're actually going to go ahead and do it and... Our That's, Indiana, it goes t- uh, tomorrow, or I should say this weekend, it goes in into effect. So we're going to be paying more in Indiana at the pump. That does not make me happy at all. I should have gotten a Chevy Volt. Yes. Fingers. I didn't get a Chevy Volt. What are you going to do? Independence Day, people. Some people call it the 4th of July, but they're wrong. It's Independence Day. And it matters that you say it correctly. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is Fingers Malloy. Now, Fingers. Yes. We haven't discussed what we're, we're doing for, for Independence Day and, and what we're going to be smoking for Independence Day. I am a big fan of, of the Sober Mesa right here that we are smoking. I think this would be a fantastic Independence Day smoke. If you want something a little more kitsch, a little more fun, may I suggest the CAO America, which is a barber pole cigar it's 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 beautiful it's absolutely uh beautiful uh, i would uh, kind of I, I you know because of what you're going to be eating probably right a lot of meat a lot of barbecue and things like that i don't think i would get into super expensive cigars i don't think i'd be getting into things that are you know you really want to sit and decipher and 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 kind of dig into smoke things that you just know you can enjoy and take care of and i i find myself kind of leaning towards things like the camacho line the triple maduro the nicaragua the barrel aged uh nicaragua i think would be nicaraguan i think would be a great great cigar for for independence day something that everybody can enjoy and you're doing things and if if you're by the pool and something else something gets it, it's not costing you a, a ton I, I happen to, 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 to like that. That's, that's one of the places I would gravitate to for Independence Day. Yeah, for me, I have a couple of Kristoffs that I'm going to smoke. The Kristoff Cameroon and the Kristoff Maduro. Uh, I've got both those sticks ready to go for my uh, Independence Day weekend. Going up to Michigan to visit some family. There's going to be some pool time uh, where there uh, will not need to be. We will not have a lifeguard uh, nearby. Good for you. Because you know what? Tony, I'm the lifeguard. You're the lifeguard. I'm the lifeguard. So uh, also, th- looking forward to that. Also, if, if you want to look uh, in, into some other worlds, uh, Alec Bradley. There's Alec Bradley, which is Alan Rubin. And then there's Alec and Bradley, the kids, who Alec Bradley is named after the, his kids. 
and Alec and Bradley, uh, you, the, the, the Project 40, and The Gatekeeper. Man, is The Gatekeeper a good, good cigar. If you're at EatDrinkSmokeShow.com, I reviewed it. Just the other day, you can go see that video if you're a subscriber. Uh, the Gatekeeper from Alec and Bradley, I think, is just terrific and, and gets solid, solid praise. I think it needs a, a, a little bit more. But what is... Are you going to be throwing a brisket on and doing the 16, 18 hours? What's no, your plan? I'm visiting family, so they're going to worry uh, about barbecuing, and they're going to they're going to man the grill. Uh, so you know, it's going to be easy for the Fourth of July. Probably just uh, burgers, dogs, maybe some chicken breasts. Uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. I know you've got uh, the pellet grill. Uh, so what, what meat is going to be thrown on your grill for There is the Day? possibility that I will pull it out and I will... I'm talking about the brisket. <laughs> and uh, I said that, fingers. Yeah. I Thank said that clarifying. right there. And, and I may do it. I may do it. I just don't know if I want to do it. I have a rare Monday off mm-hmm. and I, I want to be able to just sleep. I, I really I really want to be able to do it. it happens to be my mother's birthday, Diane. Oh, nice. Happy birthday, Fourth of July, baby. She's gonna be nineteen. Wow. My mother. Bless bless her soul. Seventy five. Seventy five, my mom. Seventy five years young. Not so bad. Not yeah. so bad right there. Uh, so 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 I might do it, but we've been talking about doing the burgers and and and, and hot dogs things, maybe some brats and, and stuff like that. So we'll see. Have you done burgers on the, the pellet grill yet? So here is my issue. One of the reasons I was talking about the Weber kettle grill is that I have done a lot of steaks on the pellet grill, and I've been doing it the reverse sear. So you've got it at a low temperature, two and a quarter, 225, and you let that happen for about an hour, and then you take it off, you bring the thing up to 500, and then it's just a couple minutes on each side. And I admit, it has been terrific. It's not the same. It's not the same as what I grew up with. It's not the same as what I, I'm used to. And there is an extent to which it bothers me. Like something is off. It's good. I'm enjoying it. We eat it. Kids go crazy for it. It's not the same. Burgers, I will tell you, we have moved to a little bit more of a smash burger on the cast iron. I, 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 the, the crust that you get from a cast iron, it's just so terrific. I can't, I can't get over how much we love it. We did it first out of necessity because we didn't have a girl for a million years because it took me forever to figure out what to do. And now it's just... It, 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 it's, it's what the family prefers. Just just love it. So I'm, I really am considering adding some charcoal. So it's, is it just the flavor that isn't the same, or is it the, 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 the feel? The, the feel. It's the flavor and the feel. It's the texture. It's the flavor and the feel, 150%. I wouldn't give up the pellet. What I've been able to do smoking-wise is so enjoyable. When I tell you I make a damn good brisket, uh, let, me, let me tell you a little story about Daddy. Go ahead. In, in this conversation, fingers will I'm Daddy. Okay. Uh, Daddy is pretty good at smoking meat. Mm-hmm. All right, it was a short story, but <laughs> I, 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 I'm I'm doing pretty well. I am very very pleased with what's happening. Now it's cheating when you use a wood pellet. I mean, you got to use wood, and you got to be checking that temperature. You got to be bringing things down. You got to be adjusting airflow. I mean, you got to do it the way nature intended you to do it. 
staying up all night sweating and wondering why, dear Lord, am I doing this? But it's, it's, it's just so terrific. Well, have you considered? Let me throw this out here, Tony. I swear to you, if you pitch me Amway. No, no, no. That's after the show. Should I get the clear coat? And to get it martinized. Uh, but let me ask you this. Have you considered getting yourself some, gr- uh, some aluminum grill grates that you could put on top of uh, the grates that you have now on your pellet grill? Because the aluminum grates will actually heat up uh, much uh, hotter than the original grates, and you'll be able to get a better sear. So you think that's going to change texture? If I go with like the hard anodized aluminum and, and, and replace them? You get a better yeah. heat distribution. They sit on top of your your uh, traditional grate, and what it does is it, it will create uh, the the crust. You know, will be a little bit uh, better than it would be because some of these pellet grills. I don't know your pellet grill, but some of them can only get up to 400, 450 degrees, and usually you want to be 500, 550 when you're talking about searing. Uh, so maybe this would help with your texture issues. But it's, not, of course, not going to help you. It's not going to give you a charcoal taste. Right. But uh, maybe. Th- I mean, I'll, I'll give it a try. I, I didn't know I could. I didn't know that was an option. Oh, there are so many grill accessories out there. Speaking of, of Independence Day, the official Independence Day side of Fingers Malloy. What, you, what, you got the burger. You got mm-hmm. the dog. You got, you got whatever it is uh, that, that you got. What is the side that must go with it? Guinness. You're a good man. You're a fine, upstanding <laughs> young man. I've always said that, Fingers Malloy. Uh, Food-wise? Uh, baked beans. Baked beans? Baked beans or potato salad, macaroni salad. It's, it, uh, if you're going to do a warm side, baked beans. But it's, for, uh, Independence Day weekend barbecue, for me, it's more cold sides. Potato salad, macaroni salad. You? It's coleslaw. Mm. Beginning to end, my, it, it is a, there's something just perfect about uh, that crunch, and I do mayo-based is, is how I do it, but not overwhelmingly. And I like coleslaw on hot things. So coleslaw on the burger. That's is, what I was going to ask. Is, Pull pork and coleslaw. That's great. Right. My rabbi loves that. <laughs> oh, oh, he often says in the middle of Saturday services, before we go on with the Torah, have you tried the pulled pork and the coleslaw? <laughs> oh, to die for. He says it. People are like, really? And he goes, please. It's okay. And that's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coleslaw with the burger. And, yes, coleslaw with pulled pork is absolutely, positively excellent. Very, very good is this Frey Ranch. The straight bourbon whiskey, 90 proof. Fingers, I'm, take, I'm going for it right now. You're going for it. He's going in. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good, good stuff. And works on the cube. And it's still working on the cube. And that has gotten rather diluted. Uh, Frey <laughs> Ranch out of Nevada. And this, the Sober Mesa Brulee. We're doing the Double Toro 7 by 54 in my humidor. This Connecticut wrapper in my humidor, I think Steve Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust just hit it beautifully. Have a brilliant and safe Independence Day weekend and Independence Day. And remember what it's all about. We're fortunate to be an American. Guys, good to be with you. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke. Follow Eat, Drink, Smoke on social media, on Twitter, at Go Eat, Drink, Smoke. On Facebook, facebook.com slash eat, drink, smoke. And Instagram at eat, drink, smoke podcast.